1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Brought to you by Screen X, exclusively at Market Ridge Cinema in New Berlin. Screen X provides moviegoers with a 270-degree viewing experience. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking visuals at Marcus Ridge Cinema's Screen X in New Berlin. Get your tickets at MarcusTheaters.com. Time to talk music news. What? It's not Friday. I always say at the end of this, every Friday, you get them every Friday. No, you get them Thursday this week. He's got travel plans. Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? We're good. Are y'all packed? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> don't, don't leave till early tomorrow morning. So, you know, we have lots of time. Does that sound familiar? It's, me, it's causing me a little anxiety, you uh, know. I am a big fan of, uh, well, it's a, it's a short trip, right? It's not like a full-blown. Okay. It's, it's, it's yeah. two pairs of jeans, a couple right. of tops. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, All, right. All right. Then I'm not going to stress out. Um, let's dive right into this. It, this isn't the splashiest or the sexiest one, but I just, I like it. Slipknot fires drummer, and he's happy about it. He's not happy about no, it. No, he's not happy about it. Okay. Uh, so this is, uh, this is Jay Weinberg who the son of Max Weinberg from Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band on November yeah. 5th, Flipknot issued a statement saying that, you know, basically they were, they're moving ahead and because of, you know, their artistic ambitions, they're, they're letting, basically firing uh, Jay Weinberg. Uh, he subsequently posted a message saying he was heartbroken and blindsided to receive the phone call that same morning that they made the statement that he had, he had no clue this was coming. Uh, it doesn't sound like Slipknot gave him a real explanation about why they why they were letting him go, what it was about their music moving forward that they didn't feel he was suited for. He's been in the band since 2013, has recorded three albums with them. So, you know, nobody quite knows, and Slipknot hasn't elaborated on their statement. Uh, me, are, so they're not saying it's a personality issue or no. a talent issue or... Uh-huh. They're not saying anything, and you know we've been certainly been led to believe they were very happy uh, with Jay Weinberg as part of the band. He came in to replace Joey Jordanson, who was a founding member, and it seemed it seemed like all was hunky dory there. So, so this was a big surprise, big a surprise to, to fans as it apparently was to Jay Weinberg too. So, is everybody going to lawyer up here? Is this going to end up in the courts? It doesn't sound like it. I don't think he joined Slipknot as a member. I think he joined Slipknot as a paid employee. So, hmm. yeah. you know, that's, he's, he's at yes. will and, you know, at their will. You know who uh, fires people and doesn't even look back? Kiss. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> sure. They, they have done it. They, they haven't, you know, it's interesting. They haven't fired that many people. People have left. Okay. But All right. So, so Gene and... in the case of Ace, well, the case of Ace and Peter is a little different because they they left and came back, and then it seems like they were fired. But they've been invited back. Like, for the, are they coming? Are they coming back for this pay per view? They, they are not coming back. They, at least according to Gene and Paul, you know, they were they were, they are not coming back. And at this point, they're not wanted. Um, Gene, <laughs> you know. When I talked when I talked to Paul, he just said Good, we didn't would, want you anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, when I talked to Paul, he said at this point it would just, uh, you know, Kiss is so locked into what it's doing the the current Kiss that it would just kind of ruin the chi of everything. And you know, they did. Uh, there's there's been a lot of bad blood uh, between them. Uh, Ace Ace and Peter, you know, don't like what Gene and Paul say about them and talking about 
their substance issues and their playing issues. Gene and Paul don't like, you know, that Ace and Peter want money every time, you know, they do, they're they asked to do something with Kiss. Which, well, wait a second. Paul which, and Gene yeah. want money every time Kiss does something. Well, why is, is it? Why is there, it? there is that, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to follow up with, you know, uh, that may be a little bit disingenuous, but, you know, and in the world of Kiss, who knows? Something Something could happen during the next two-plus weeks before the final shows in New York, and as you referenced, the final show, December 2nd, is going to be available as a pay-per-view. Uh, you can get it from Kiss's website, but something could happen. What's, you know, it, what's the price on that pay-per-view? I think it's like thirty-nine ninety-five. It's actually very reasonable. That's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. If I'm a is. real Kiss fan, if I'm if and I know real Kiss fans, I mean, I have guys who live and die have Kiss Army cards yet and all that stuff. Um, what do I want to see in this last show? What would happen for the final song? They'd all be on stage together. That, I think that I think that's it, and not just you know uh, Peter and Peter and Ace, but wouldn't it be nice if they got Vinnie Vincent and you know some of the, some of the other guys? Does the there. roof come off the place if that happens? If oh, they're yeah, all on yeah. stage together? Yeah, if you have if you have even the original Kiss play together. Yeah, it's going to blow the, blow the roof off Madison Square Garden. What's the last song going to be? Oh, rock and roll all night. Did they all have their own See, this is I'm going to look really bad here. Their <laughs> own makeup setup or Yeah, they all had yeah, their they, unique yeah, masks. They, unique. And they do all their right, own, they were all they, unique. You right, and okay. they do. Well, but see this is where the the Kiss Army, you know, will talk to you now because Tommy Thayer Wears Ace's makeup. Well, that's and my oh boy. Wears, okay, wears so not Peter's unique. makeup. So you know the the current version of Kiss looks like the original version of Kiss, but isn't. What if and they by don't... the way, both both Paul and Gene are are still thumping that drum. That yeah, just because we're going to stop touring as Kiss doesn't mean there couldn't be a Kiss with four guys wearing the makeup. Oh boy, they're just going to yeah. license it out. Or something, or they. I think they would do it and, and control it themselves. So you said rock and roll all night has got to be the last song. What if it's Beth? Because that's about, you know, going home. It is. Going it home, is, it's say, come end, home. You don't end like that. You end with rock and roll all night with the confetti flying and the, and the bombs yes. going off on stage. It's not their first show. They know how to end a show. <laughs> yeah, Beth will, Beth will be in the encore like it, like it has been. But, no, it's definitely rock and roll all night. All right. Speaking of retirement, Elton John, even though he's not touring anymore, got a new album, he and Bernie? Yeah. Bernie Taupin got together? Yeah, when he was inducting Bernie into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, a couple weeks ago, he revealed that they've written a new album that that Elton is, you know, singing the praises of, of course, but he's saying it's full of youth and it's full of vitality and it's a wonderful place to be after we've been together for 56 years. So, you know, Bernie's, Bernie's been... Bernie stopped being Elton's sole collaborator quite some time ago, but he's still been part of the picture. And now, but this sounds like it's going to be their first album written entirely by just the two of them in, in decades. So that's something to be excited about. What's all the Taylor Swift news this week? Let's slam that all into one bundle here. Oh, boy, yeah. Well, let's see. First of all, not surprisingly, uh, Karma, her song Karma, had a big boost in streaming this week, a 22% boost after she, in Argentina, she changed the lyrics to reference Mr. Kelsey. Um, instead, of, instead of singing, um, you know, she added, 
uh, line about uh, that guy in the Chiefs rather than that guy on the screen. And this went viral because there, there's, there's video of Travis hearing it. He was at the concert of him hearing it and Taylor's dad trying to give him a high five and mm-hmm. Travis just in hey, shock about it. High five yeah, that was for very, his girlfriend because you're hitting that. It was a cool, you know, he kind of looked like their dad. He, he kind of looked like, like a, a scene out of White Lotus. <laughs> a little bit. A little, I didn't think of that, but yeah. uh, ooh, now it's creepy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, you know, actually it was it was it was cute. Travis looked like a twelve-year-old Taylor fan. You know, it's a Swifty. You know, he he had his hands up over his mouth, and you know, I think he I think he enjoyed the he enjoyed the moment, and and he should. I mean, it's a big deal. Uh, meanwhile, she hasn't done that for any other of her. Not that I know of. No, she's written songs of, Well, she's written entire songs about them. Yeah. She hasn't had time to write a song about him yet. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. Meanwhile, uh, she's been named Apple Music's Artist of the Year for 2023. No surprise there. On um, next Tuesday, on the 21st, Dancing with the Stars will dedicate its entire night to Taylor Swift. So all of the pairs will be dancing. The Taylor Swift songs, and they're actually this actually isn't entirely a pure cash in. Uh, Samantha Moore, who's the choreo- one of the choreographers on Dancing with the Stars, was also the lead choreographer for the Eras tour. So there's an actual kind of connection here, more so than this upcoming Taylor Swift in my cruise era boat cruise that's coming up for next year, which. I assume is authorized because they're using a great number of Taylor Swift trademarks, but it's basically going to be a Swifty cruise on the Royal Caribbean Bahamas. Uh, they'll, they'll go to a private island. They'll exchange friendship bracelets. I guess you trade friendship bracelets. Uh, there will be lots of Taylor Swift music. It's, it's, it's either going to be heaven for a Swifty or, or hell on earth for somebody who's not. I've got the name of it. Swift? Family, no, got it wrong. No, no, no forget it. No, it's just the in my cruise yeah. era. Yeah, forget about I it. No, yeah. I was working on it in my head. Um, is she producing her boyfriend's new album or record? Well, is there, he's he's so he she is not. Um, he is a guest on the Philadelphia Eagles right uh, Christmas album, a Philly special Christmas. He joins uh he joins his brother Jason, you know, on a, on a song. You know, as, as the guest artist, very, very, it is a charity album, so very shrewd on the Eagles' part mm-hmm. because now all the Swifties are going to buy, you know, Travis and Jason yeah. doing a song together. Yeah. Don Henley going to want a cut of this? Don Henley? Uh, Eagles. I'm just. Oh, well, no, yeah, they were the Eagles long before they were the Eagles. Eagles, Eagles, the Eagles, Eagles, Eagles Azoff going to horn in on this? Nah, <laughs> nah they'll, uh, I think everybody will let this one go. Like I said, right. it is a charity thing, so good for them. Uh, a couple of biopics in the works? Uh, yeah, one is of uh, Joe Cocker, and this is based on a book that just recently came out, and it's just going into development. The rights were just purchased, and it's just in development. So, you know, but the producer is promising that it, it will cover, you know, not only the hits and the glory days, but also Joe's many demons and struggles with substance and such. What and don't that, I know about Joe Cocker? What, you don't, I mean... You know, we didn't know much about his private life. He didn't have much to say about it. It wasn't all that dramatic. I mean, he did have some substance issues. I think I think people, there's a lot I of I just people. assumed that when I looked at him. I thought, oh, yeah. that guy's on drugs and I, when I, I was think, a kid. I just, no, really. It's just. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> but I think if they do it, if they do it right, they'll show you kind of why he did that. You know, where his performing style came from. I think hopefully they'll go behind the scenes with the whole Mad Dogs and Englishman thing and show you what an adventure that was. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of because we don't know a lot. There's the opportunity for this to be a really good and interesting and informative uh, biopic. You know, just in a way, just like you can say Bohemian Rhapsody was or seemed to be uh, to those who didn't know a lot about Queen beyond the music. He did have a great, great, great voice, though. Oh, wonderful no doubt voice. about it. And a great, yeah. a great interpretive style. Yeah. You know, a way of taking familiar songs, best case in point, being with a little help from my friends, turning them into his own song. Uh, the other film is a documentary about Ozzy Osbourne and the OzFest tour of 1999 that's been on the shelf for 20 years. It was made by a Penelope Spheris, uh, who was the, the force behind the, the decline of Western civilization movies, and she directed Wayne's World. And in 99, she made this film about OzFest, which had the original Black Sabbath on it, a Slipknot, Rob Zombie, System of a Down, Godsmack, just a ton of bands. And they made it and it never came out, but apparently uh, Penelope Sears said in a recent interview that I, that Sharon Osbourne told her she's finally going to put it out. We don't know when, um, but it looks like that'll come out and it'll be interesting. I mean, that, that was a great Ozfest. All right, a couple of things before we go here. Uh, Sammy Hager's going out on the road in 2024? He's, he's going out with, uh, he's basically going to do a, he says, a Van Halen tribute tour. He and Michael Anthony, uh, Jason Bonham, except that they are dumping Vic Johnson from the circle and adding Joe Satriani, who, of course, played with Sammy and, Ch- and, and Michael and Chickenfoot. But, you know, Sammy's comment was, you know, if you're going to go go that deep into Van Halen as deep as they plan to, you got to have a guy like Satriani to do it. I always thought Vic Johnson did a fine job playing the Van Halen stuff, but I guess the show is going to be primarily... Van Halen with a few Sammy Hagar songs. It comes 20 years after the Sammy Hagar's last tour with Van Halen. But he has invited, uh, publicly invited, David Lee Roth and Alex Van Halen to join him. And he's basically making the pitch that, look, we're the only people who can do this music. Um, if Dave goes out on his own, he can't sing the Sammy songs, huh. whereas Sammy has already sung the older Van Halen songs. So he feels like he can do that. I thought Dave was having trouble singing the Dave songs these days. That, that, that is what that is what we hear. He did just put out recently a new single. Or I don't know if you call it a single, but a song called "High Fashion Girl." And he's been redu- he's been releasing a song at a time, single songs. But how you old know, is Dave? Dave's got to be in his late sixties, right? Yeah, got to be. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know how old Dave is. Yeah, that's no, easy enough to find out, but he, uh, you know, he should be capable of doing. I mean, if Sammy, who's older, is able, is able to do it, I have no doubt know. Sam can do it. Yeah, Dave is sixty four, by the way. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, or I'm sorry, sixty nine. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. You know, Sammy's throwing down the gauntlet yet again. You know, he wants to sell out these shows, and I think he will just with the concept of the tour, but. It would be a huge event if uh, if you had Dave come out for a few songs and Alex play drums on a few. Don't hold don't hold your breath, but it definitely it would definitely be good. Is there a better chance that Alex Van Halen will show up for the Sammy tour doing the Van Halen stuff, or he'll show up for the Kiss 
uh, pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm not, not on stage for the Kiss Pay. I think there's a better chance he'll buy the Kiss Pay-per-view or, or hit Gene and Paul up for a, for a comp <laughs> of it than there is of him you know, going out on the road with Sammy. Right. But who knows, who knows? Maybe when it hits California, you know, Alex will pop out right. and do, do a couple songs. All right. Thanks, Gary. Gary. We're out of time. Thank you. All right. We will talk next Wednesday, you know, to get ready for right. the holiday yeah. weekend. Jeez, so. you keep moving up a day every week. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Be, we'll be back on Fridays. <laughs> every six days. All right. We'll All talk right. to you next Thanks, week, Gary. Gary. Have a great week. Gary Graff.